Welcome to Forever a Bridesmaid, the uh, hot new podcast that's hitting the airwaves right now. Uh, my name is Joey. I'm joined by my great friend, Paul. We are both high school theology teachers in Illinois, uh, buddies that go way back. Way back. Way back, way back. And we just had the idea of recording a little podcast. A little podcast for your little ear holes. Uh, we are both kind of podcasters ourselves where we like to listen to them. We've heard enough that uh, we figured we could probably do it too. That seems easy enough. Oh, this is going to crash and burn pretty fast, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be an absolute disaster. But hey, welcome. Along for the ride. We appreciate it. Could be an absolute ass show. But hey, <laughs> happy to have you. <laughs> we do take Patreon supporters. Uh, we will probably not make it past episode 10. So, Get in that money as fast as you can. Uh, like I said, we are both high school teachers, so we have obviously been going through a lot of weird things with our job the past year with uh, the coronavirus and everything that's going on. Uh, just recently, so our school has actually been in person for 58 days. Made it. Uh, doing a lot of measures to keep the kids safe, wearing masks, temperature checks, all that jazz but this past friday uh we the diocese that we work in decided to go full remote for the safety for the kids understandably so uh we made it uh almost 60 days would have loved 60 days but uh 60 would have been nice 60 would have been nice uh just two more days that's all i have but uh no i understand why the decision was made especially with the spiking numbers around us but uh i'll be honest fully when, supported when i got the news i mean oh yeah totally fully in fully supported fully for supported the kids for the kids we do it for the kids uh, pretty heartbreaking. Uh, I did not take it well. Uh, you're a man, right? Uh, do you, you suppress your feelings? I know <laughs> I'm, I, a, I'm a man. I'm a man. Uh, I know I suppress my feelings. Uh, <laughs> this sounds like an ad. Yeah, yeah. You're a man, right? You're a man. I suppress my feelings. <laughs> but uh, no, I spent a lot of the weekend uh, particularly just upset. I, I mean, shoot, we should be very fortunate that we even made it 58 days. Right. Not 60, 58. Um, and we got to see and form these relationships with our kids. And we for sure took it for granted. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially by the end. Uh, oh, we'll get two more weeks for sure. Uh, and then on a Friday at noon, it was taken away from us. So uh, It was so funny how it happened because there was like trickles of emails. And most of the kids found out before I think a lot of even the teachers. And so it was just spreading around. And like me, I get, a, I get into the emotion of things, like the, the hype of it, the fun. And so I was just kind of stoking the fire. Um, I was playing the graduation song, trying to make like seniors cry while not like processing any of it myself. Oh, right. So like in the moment on Friday, I'm like, this is fun. This is new. This is exciting. And uh, just completely oblivious to my own emotions and just suppressing them, pushing them deep down inside. Well, I think I even said uh, Friday afternoon, you're going to go in a dark place. <laughs> That's just how you do it. I'm not going to process it. I know you well enough. But yeah. I know... Uh, Come Saturday or Sunday, uh, it's going to get a text like, what's even the point? That's like, uh, I feel like during the original quarantine in the spring, there was moments, right, where <laughs> I think you'd reach out and you could just tell there was despair going on. <laughs> even like some of my students. Like, I, I don't think I was super depressed in all the videos I made, but there's like some videos where you could tell <laughs> I was like looking out the window. There's like email music from 2005 playing in the background. I'm going through something. Uh, we're supposed to be taking care of the kids, but you're actually getting emails like, are you, are you okay? <laughs> right. And I should say, you know, we are both dads, husbands. Uh, we both have two kids, uh, five and two pretty much. They're yeah. both 
pretty much the same age. We've been competing. Um, Strongman competitions. You got two boys. I got two girls. <laughs> We're like a sitcom. Two boys, two girls. Um, a little bit of everything. But anyway, so this weekend, I think uh, it was my son's birthday. So that was kind of uh, keeping my mind busy. All on dinosaurs. We had a heck of a party. Although none of his favorite people, actually, like some of his family could come, but everyone that he wanted to come, we basically just had to sit down and tell him that this virus was not allowing them to come. So that was fun to have that conversation with a five-year-old. And you had to tell him that he wasn't going to school on Monday. Exactly, because he's part of the same school system, so he was not able to go to school. But you know, it's all fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Like these kids are going to be fine. They're going to turn out great. There's going to be no like lasting emotional trauma for anybody. Uh, but anyway, last night, so we had our P professional development day on Monday. We didn't have the kids in. It was all about us getting ready. And I just kind of even put it off the whole time we were together on Monday. And like last night, the Bears are on, which already made me depressed because they're terrible. And I was listening to it on the radio too, like I'm a, like a 1960s person. I don't know. I was listening to the Bears, Nick Foles on the radio, which is probably the worst thing you get ever do in your life. Not even seeing him move in person. It's listening to how slow he is on the airways. <laughs> and I left to go to the school because I was like, I need to figure out what I'm going to do tomorrow. And I forgot my keys. So I got all the way to the school. Didn't have my keys to get in the school. So I had taken, I'm not proud to admit this, I couldn't find my wallet. You know me. Oh, yeah. I took $10 out of my son's piggy bank, my two-year-old. He's never going to know. I, I put it back. And I had $10. I'm like, what can I do with this? Somehow, I don't know how, I ended up at the KFC parking lot. That's how you know we're in a dark place. <laughs> it's even dark itself. They don't even, like, it's not a well-lit parking lot. The, the light's flickering. I wanted chicken wings. They didn't have them. And so I, I think I had an audible sigh. I was like, oh. And she's like, can I get you anything else? So I got a three-piece chicken meal. And it wasn't even warm. It was greasy. I felt greasy. I walked inside to my house. My wife saw me walking with a KFC box and she just goes, doo, 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 doo. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so that was my crisis kind of transitioning into all this. But I would say there's more hope this time around, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, we're doing something different this semester. Uh, the school invested in technology. So we've got a uh, live stream in all the classes. Um, it's, uh, I find myself screaming for really no reason at the, at the kids on the wall <laughs> because I feel like they're far away. So I've, I've lost my voice, but at least, at least I'm seeing the kids. They're seeing me. There's some more interaction than your and I sad dad videos that we were posting <laughs> last, last semester. So I think there's some hope, but, um, I don't know. I don't know how you felt today went. Um, it was better than last year, but it, I, oh, yeah. just seeing the look on some of the kids' faces, it's taxing for them. Um, well, and you have seniors too. Yeah, that's tough. I, they, I mean, they've been told that they're going to come back in January, but a lot of them remember last year. Seniors never really getting to uh, kind of complete that semester uh, because of the quarantine. So I think some of them in the back of their minds are worried about that. But and they just they miss the social aspect, the communion aspect, and from a ministry standpoint, as theology teachers, um, I know it's heartbreaking for me to see them. Um, and to not be able to, to, to do small groups, to do things, or, or even to, their reactions are different. Like if I'm giving mm -hmm. a kid a hard time and it's in person, they can laugh and they can give it back to me. Yeah. When everybody's muted and I <laughs> give a, I tell a kid uh, that his parents don't love him uh, for whatever reason. <laughs> right, right, of course. Right, of course. Um, and they just kind of smile and you're like, I don't know, is that a 
Were they in pain? Did I, did I go too far? <laughs> it's no. like, I told one of the classes, it feels like you're just like bombing stand-up. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like you, you were really confident in your set and you went up there and there's just nothing. Just crickets. Um, and yeah, like uh, another teacher was saying, nobody's going to unmute themselves <laughs> so, they, so you can hear their laughter. <laughs> um, or to hear a kid sobbing. I feel insane. Yeah. It's, like, because the classroom is so empty and it's, it's echoing everywhere. So you hear yourself and you really hear the silence. <laughs> the silence is loud. <laughs> it is. It is devastating. And when you run on, I mean, you and I have similar teaching style. Or a lot of it is just conversations, laughter. Yeah. Um, we live off affirmation. Exactly. We, need affirmation. <laughs> we, we desperately need affirmation. I'm fueled by laughter. Uh, oh, yeah. That silence is deafening. Um, but it's, I mean, I know it's a good. Yeah. And I think for us, what's frustrating, and I think what we were struggling with so much professionally last year was that we got into teaching to build relationships. Like, I love theology, and I'm nerdy enough where. I'll listen to someone lecture about the things I'm lecturing about. I like to hear myself like lecture. Not really like I, I, I hate when I'm dragging you on, but I like the content I'm talking about. Yeah. And I think it's important. But 98% of the kids, especially in that moment, don't think it's important. That's an actual statistic. He's taking that. I, I literally looked up statistics.com. Uh, but that whole like relationship aspect, it, it was just taken away from us last semester where I think this semester, since we're live, like we're at least able to interact. And there were some great kids today that were unmuting and just helping drive discussions that were just saviors for me. Yeah. So it wasn't just a complete bomb, but. Yeah, because you and I have been teaching the same content for multiple years, but yet we still are doing research because we care about the topics and we are invested in the kids and the kids see that, mm -hmm. that both we're invested in the topic and in them. And so it's natural that they, they get excited, or at least we think they do, <laughs> or at least um, they care because we care. Yeah, um, and most of them. Most of them do. <laughs> uh, at, the, at the bare minimum, at least they know that we care about. Right. Where um, last year you're posting videos, um, it's there was such there was a distance there um, and a lack of give and take where uh, you know they couldn't even see the investment and we had a hard time um, uh, conveying that in videos, especially because we're dealing with our own stuff. Just as everybody yeah. was locked down. This this is this is better. I. And I hope the students feel the same way that there's there's some hope in this and that this is just a a moment in this year of necessary pullback and remote learning that's not going to be how it ends up and, and um, I try to keep some of the momentum that we've got going so far this year. Um, it's different, but it's it's good. It's a good, and I hope the kids take that away. That like it could be far worse. I think. One of the biggest realizations everyone had in the spring that maybe we've kind of gone away from was just how imperfect our education system really is, where our kids aren't learning for learning's sake. And I don't blame them. Like when I went through high school not too long ago in college, it was almost like playing a game. I wasn't learning to learn. Um, and especially when we took that like relationship aspect out of it, the social aspect, and it was just us posting videos and they would watch it all at different times you get maybe someone that turns in three assignments at 3 a.m and they're not even watching the entire video uh it just like what's the difference between me right now and some random like ted talk or like joe schmo who's posting a theology rant on youtube yeah. like it took anything that any type of gifts that we have away like we still like we're able to use our knowledge that we've gained but it i almost felt worthless i'm like i don't know i don't know if you had similar feelings yeah no a lack of uh 
I mean, it, it sounds more depressing than it really was. There was some dark moments. <laughs> you know, like this lack of meaning. I'm just like ripping open old wounds right now. <laughs> but I mean, the idea is um, uh, the kids are willing to invest in us and the topic because we invest in them. And um, whether it's a particular drive for knowledge, at the very minimum, the kids can tell by our passion for Christ and our passion for the subject that it's something at least worthy of consideration. Right. And well, you're absolutely right. If I'm just posting a video, um, I'll be honest, uh, some of these cat videos or YouTube, um, cat videos. Wow. Yeah. Some of these YouTube wormholes, that kids go down. I don't blame them. That's far more right. interesting than, um, than my video on a particular, you know, five minute, uh, diatribe on, on the, a theological thing that they aren't necessarily interested in at that moment because they're not investing in me. <laughs> they've been so isolated too. Yeah. And they've been playing. If you're competing against video games all day or um, just kind of the stresses of the world and the pandemic, yeah. and then I, they got to get the will and the strength up to watch a five minute theology video and, and <laughs> fully invest in it. Like, I don't, I don't blame yeah, it. Yeah. So, this, this time around, I, it's different. I hope, the, I hope the kids really do, I don't know, approach it differently too. Right. Which is easier be, because of the way that the remote learning is taking place. Yeah, they were great today. No complaints. I think. Uh, Gotta give it to the kids. I I thought they did well today too. Give it to the kids. Give it to the kids. The awards. They deserve it all. Uh, anything else? What other thoughts do you have on all this? I don't know. I think that's uh my hope for the kids is, is again that they because it's different this time around and because I really firmly believe it will be temporary, that they they do invest and are willing to invest in what is a trying time in school, but one worthy of pursuit to try to keep this momentum going this semester. And they've, they're going to have breaks coming up too, naturally built into this yeah. that I think uh, should be refreshing as well. Um, even though I know, you know, with uh, rising cases, people are getting asked to pull back. I, I hope they see the good and, and the effort that the teachers are putting in, but the students are putting in. For the kids. For the kids. For the kids. And I would say that when everything was so new and raw, I guess, like in the spring, everyone was just so like, like I was just saying with education, we're all like, wow, like there really was so much to just being in person and being around people. And I think it opened people's eyes, but as the months went on, like we took it for granted. When we first started here in the, the fall and we got our first month in, we were just like, yes, everyone was like, this is so important. And we, we ended up taking it for granted, I think towards the end in November. And I think, the realizations that a lot of students actually like said to us about, I just wanted to be around people and I miss being around people. Like, I think we forgot how isolating it really was when we had that lockdown. Um, and I, I hope they recognize this time around and try to maybe not fall into some of the paths that they fell in the first time, just emotionally, um, professionally with their work, but just like spiritually too. Gosh, I, I, I bet so many of these kids didn't pray or go to mass for months. And still haven't gotten back into it because it, it was so easy, but I think just to shut everything off. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I pray too that they, the kids take advantage of um, that what's available to them. I think what you were highlighting, the importance of relationships, making sure that they're reaching out to their friends and whether they're able to get with them, get together with them physically or, or if it is a phone call or whatever it is, reaching out to not yeah. letting themselves get so isolated, but also trying to establish a routine now, not a month from now, trying to jump back on. Paul, the they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do they're that. They're not going to do that. Well, God, I hope they do. I mean, I think the importance of 
finding healthy habits at the beginning of this yeah. thing and trying to keep those for sure. even if it's just working on one thing yeah you know, whatever it might have been they fell into or struggled with whether it was reaching out to this particular center whether it was just prayer habits or whatever yeah trying to establish a, a routine early um and try to keep that through into january um i know you and i talked about that um our jokes aside i mean i know there was just it got to us just, yeah I, I i hit a i hit a wall like where i just I was like, yeah, I have so much time to read. And like three months in, I'm like, I don't want to look at a book right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched Seinfeld so much. What else did I get into? I got into a lot of just TV shows. Just just terrible habits where you're just like, that's consuming everything. And that's not really lifting me up. You're like avoiding getting your kids up from nap. Well, just two and a half hours of cheers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cisco, you could use about 30 more minutes of a nap right now. Yeah. Uh, well, anywho, if you end up at a KFC sometime, just know I've been there. We've all been through it. Um, if they say they don't have the chicken wings, go somewhere else. It's not worth it sometimes to pick what you don't want. Go to Popeye's, and we are not sponsored. So Right. If Popeye's or KFC uh, wants to sponsor us, just give us a shout-out. Popeye's is better lit. That parking lot is sure. Yeah, very well lit. Yeah. Uh, that's another story for another time. Popeye's. Popeye's, that's a good one for the 10 episodes that we have now I, I would say we probably lost all of our listeners about six minutes ago so if you stood around um if you stayed with us thank you very much uh we're about to sign off here uh any last any shout outs uh i just want to thank my lord and savior jesus christ beautiful and, uh, uh mama i love you i'll call you soon wow deep <laughs> uh shout out to uh obviously our families all the students our coworkers, our faculty, staff, alumni, benefactors. Now I'm not going to do this. All right. Uh, go out there, follow your dreams. This has been a Forever Bridesmaid podcast. For the kingdom. For the kingdom. Amen. Amen.